the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Looking for strategies to help you protect your portfolio in these uncertain times? Visit RobBlack.com. RobBlack.com. Powered by EP Wealth. Welcome in. Rob Black in your money. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Show dedicated to getting to retirement. That's the goal. Retirement. Used to be to beat the market. I still think that's kind of a thought in there somewhere. But then it's also tied towards your risk profile and such. I don't need to beat the market for the rest of my life. I just need not to lose at this point in time. I need to manage my wealth intelligently. But you're creating wealth, so that's what this show's all about. Hmm. Things to get to know today. Let's first and foremost do what we do typically on Mondays. And that's talk about what happened last week, what happened to your date, what's going to happen this week, what the big stories are, what to look out for. We've got a week ahead of us. The NASDAQ year date's up 33.9%. A little bit off. Last week, big tech came down a bit, especially Apple. And again, you know how those seven tech stocks are market-weighted? When one or two of them comes down, the overall market comes down, but not necessarily um, the breadth of the market. That's what we're watching for now. SP 500 up 17%, the Dow up 5.8% year to date. 10 year Treasury sits at 4.04%. That's an area, I'm going to be honest, it's not as high as 4.1, but 4.04 is a little bit more difficult for me to put money to work. It's stocks versus income vehicles like bonds and or treasuries or market funds, money market funds. Um, the S&P 500 and the NASDAQ logged their worst week since March last week. You can't exactly say, oh, look how ugly it is out there because the NASDAQ's up 33% for the year, almost 34, and the S&P 500 up 17%. Couple things to pay attention to as far as headlines that you may have missed over the weekend. Barbie hits $1 billion. Greta Gerwig's hot pink cultural phenomenon became just of one of 50 movies ever to reach that billion dollar is in global box office sales. The U.S. women's national team bounced out of the round of 16. Very uninspired offense. They won back-to-back World Cup trophies. It's going to stay that way for the U.S. women's national team after they lost a heartbreaker to Sweden in a penalty shootout by technically one millimeter. Ain't that something? What's What defines success or failure? One millimeter. Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg. They're still talking about this stupid fight. Um. Whose site is it going to be used on? Is the stream going to be on X, formerly known as Twitter? Is it going to be on Facebook? Zuckerberg shot back at threads 
or Zuckerberg's threads talked about how like it's probably better off doing it than say uh, X or Twitter. Uh, Elon Musk said that he hasn't confirmed the August 26th date Zuck floated. And Zuck said, I'm not holding my breath. I don't think there's any chance on the planet that Elon Musk would get in the ring with uh, Mark Zuckerberg because Mark Zuckerberg is shredded. Um, but with that being said, I don't know. And who honestly really cares is my thought. Fully remote work. The company that has helped us work from afar is Zoom. Video conferencing software company Zoom has told employees within a 50-mile radius of one of its audience offices that they must come in at least two days a week. Zoom was the poster child for remote work during the pandemic. Google's tried a different strategy to lure back employees. Tech Giant's offering its employees a sweetheart deal to check in the Google-owned hotel on its Mountain View campus for $99 a night. It's a summer special. It does not fall under approved business travel, so the hotel stays will come out of the employees' pockets. That's interesting, right? Kind of. Google has a hotel on their campus, on one of their campuses. Seems like a smart idea, especially if you're going to be bringing in people from out of town on a regular basis. Disney's earnings come out Wednesday. It's not quite like watching ESPN in the big boxing match last weekend. Um, but ESPN has their own, or I'm sorry, Disney has their own box match with, uh, Florida governor, Ron DeSantis. What's up with its empty ish amusement parks in the U S we also get earnings this week out of Lyft, UPS, Lucid, Roblox, and AMC. Mega millions jackpot has risen to 1.55 billion ahead of tomorrow's drawings. It's the third largest lottery prize in history. Virgin Galactic aims to fly its first private customers to space on Thursday. Well, I hope that goes well, right? When space doesn't go well, people die. A train derailed in southern Pakistan, killing at least 30 people. I think that's kind of interesting. Um, Why do I say that? Um, Because we never know when it's our time. I went whitewater rafting a couple weekends ago and got thrown out of the boat. It wasn't my time, but it very, very well could have been. Now, I'm embellishing a little bit, probably not as dangerous as I'm implying, but it wasn't not dangerous for sure. Uh, Nice bit on the stock market on Friday following Amazon's earnings report and the July employment report. That bid fell by the wayside in afternoon action, having this planted by a sell program that threw the broader market for a loop. Will we buy the dip at this point in time? I don't know. That 10-year treasury is the problem. Let's take a look at it in just a second. Fed Governor Bowman has stirred up some of the angst, saying in a speech that she thinks additional rate hikes are likely to be needed to get inflation to the Fed's goal. New York Fed President Williams, also a voter, said he thinks the Fed is close to its peak rate, but that there is some uncertainty as to how long the Fed will need to stay at a restrictive level. So not two very different opinions. One Another rate hike might be needed. One rate hikes might have to stay high for a while. July consumer price index will be released Thursday. It'll factor in the Fed's decision making. If nothing else, it'll provide a talking point throughout this week with the latest rush of earnings 
reporting for the June quarter. So we're still in that how did earnings go scenario. Let's take a quick look at some of the market numbers. Let's see where the 10-year treasury is because I think that's kind of where we're going to be uh, um, finding our levels. SP 500 up 23, the Dow up 294, the NASDAQ is up nine. So the SP 500, uh, I'm sorry, the Dow Jones Industrial Average 30 being up 294 is the big winner. A little bit of a broader move than just tech stocks. Oil's a little bit lower, nothing dramatic, down a dollar, $81.75 a barrel. 10-year treasury sits at 4.08%. I don't think we can go much higher when we're at over above four, which may mean until the Fed cuts rate, maybe we've had a, as big of a move as we can and we, we get into some individual stocks, like a stock picker's market. I think we can move higher. It's just, it's going to be really difficult with interest rates that high because people like me who have probably more money than the average person to invest, I'm like, you know, I don't mind getting four and a half percent in the money market. Feels kind of good. Oh, big event coming up in August, about 17 days away. You can sign up for it at robblackshow.com. It's the seven tests of readiness for retirement with CFP Chad Burton, myself at the Toll House Hotel in Los Gatos, California. 6.38.30 on a Thursday evening. You can learn more details and sign up at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Think you're in good shape for retirement? Find out how you're really doing with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Join Rob Black and CFP Chad Burden of EP Wealth Advisors, Thursday, August 24th in Los Gatos. They'll walk you through these seven tests to find out whether you are really ready for the retirement you want. Rob will provide timely commentary, and Chad will share specific strategies for taxes, income, long-term care, safe money, investing, life goals, and more. If you have at least 500000 in investable assets and want to retire better, pass on your estate, and minimize taxes, this event is for you. Find out if you're on the right track with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Thursday, August 24th, 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. at the Los Gatos Toll House Hotel. Space is limited, so sign up today at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Can you pass all seven tests? Sign up today online at robblackshow.com. Thanks for listening to the show. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. A funny concept was pushed into my head this weekend, and I don't know. Let's share it because it's, it's kind of got some merit to it. It was a hot 90-plus degree day, and... My kid said, what do you want to do today? And I'm like, something that's cool. He said, how about a movie? And movie theaters quietly say, yes, that's a good idea. In southwestern markets like Los Angeles, Phoenix, and Tucson, where daily temperatures have been 100 degrees, audiences are flocking to movie theaters to beat the heat. While Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer and Greta Gerwig's Barbie were already on track to captivate audiences and hiring, uh, bring back a combined box office of over a billion dollars, heat waves are providing another boost. Box office pro Sean Robbins told CNN that U.S. ticket sales have raked in $5.8 billion so far this year, a billion more than last year. While the film quality and marketing plays a major role, we got hot dog days of summer in July and August, thank for some of it. 
In June, the Loft Cinema in Tucson hosted its annual 12-hour sci-fi slumber party and program and, and basically told uh, CNN that one of its events most attended years. But it wasn't because they were doing your typical Star Wars or Planet of the Apes marathon. They were doing the Attack of the Mushroom People, The Last Starfighter, and Johnny Mnemonic. So how many people are going to movie theaters to beat the heat? Interesting note. Um, summer and Hollywood kind of go together, don't they? Before widespread adoption of the air conditioning amongst theater movie theaters, the summer blockbuster as we know it didn't exist until the days of Gloria Swanson, John Ford, and Charlie Chaplin. Once theaters began in calling cool, uh, installing cooling systems, in the 1920s, they opened their doors so that cool breezes would hit people walking by and try to get them to sell tickets as well or buy tickets. Interesting the little relationship there is between movies and ticket sales and summer. McDonald's going to roll out a new McFlurry for a limited time. Ooh. This one actually sounds pretty good. Keep in mind that their Grimace shake celebrating Grimace's birthday. He lives in Ronald McDonald land, which is a land I don't ever want to live in. I don't even want to be caught by the, the sheriff driving through that town. They don't like people like me there. But um, Grimace is a tonsil, right? Or a taste bud. A big purple thing is a taste bud. And McDonald's said they had a great quarter because people got behind social media and they wanted to celebrate the Grimace shake. So now their new shake is the peanut butter crunch McFlurry. That does sound pretty good. I'm not a big fan of peanut butter. That's the funny thing. I only like a little bit of peanut butter. Crispy cereal mix and chocolate peanut butter cookie pieces and soft serve vanilla ice cream. I'll say this on a hot day. Maybe. Maybe I'm in for that one. Um, And then there's that article that you always see every year. Why are McDonald's shakes always broken? The shake machine. (laughs) And you learn like there's one company just makes a mint servicing those things. And you're like, huh. I wonder if some McDonald's executive gave that company a sweetheart deal owns shares in that company. What else do we have to hit as far as today? Um, smash and grab robberies are now considered out. Organized cargo theft is surging up 57% higher than last year. And that is a crazy, crazy um, statement for America. You basically break into trains or shipping carts. Cargo shipments. So this type of theft in the United States and Canada surged 57% this quarter compared to last year's statistics with perpetrators walking away with over 44 million in stolen shipments. The average shipment value per incident increased by nearly 100,000 to $260,703. People are going after high value cargo shipments. In particular, Nike. Los Angeles authorities in June recovered $3 million worth of stolen goods from the athletic wear brand Nike, including boxes of unreleased styles of the Nocta X Nike Glide, 
That is a combo shoe with Drake that sells for 160 a pair. Interesting, right? So smash and grab may help companies like Target and Walmart get away from the wrath of Wall Street and analyst estimates. But what it's being replaced with is just as shocking cargo theft. That's quite remarkable. Elon Musk bragged about being able to lift 45 pounds of weight on Friday. He clearly has no interest in fighting Zuckerberg. He has to get an MRI on his neck and back. He says before he gets in the cage with Zuck. Sounds to me like he's a bok bok chicken. I know you're saying, why do you say it like that? I try to make my children laugh. Three things to consider before you unretire. A lot of people retire a little bit too early. I may be put in that situation. I work for a big company that I don't know if I really want to work for any other company in my life. So I'm going to probably semi-retire if they ever had a, a reason to downsize or to let go of my position. Maybe I'll start another company. I don't think so. But would I, coming out of unretirement or semi-retirement, things to consider. Some people retired, but due to inflation and high interest rates, some people have, you know, said, I got to step back in. 2022 wasn't a great year of investing for me. Well, unretiring may help you get your finances back on track. There's a couple implications like Social Security. If you've been collecting Social Security checks throughout your retirement, this may affect your decision to go back to work. The most significant factor is how your Social Security benefits will be impacted. If you're receiving Social Security benefits, but you haven't yet received age 67, you can only earn $21,240 in 2023 before your benefits begin to be reduced. Medicare retirees who decide to work uh, must be careful with the Medicare coverage. Medicare care part B and part D premiums are based on your income. So if you begin making more money, this could increase your premium costs. If you work for a larger company that offers a health care plan that is acceptable as primary coverage, you can drop your Medicare part B and re-enroll later without penalty. If you decide to drop Medicare, you have eight months to re-enroll once you are done working on or face a late enrollment penalty. There's a lot to think about when you retire. And there's a lot to think about when you unretire. Changes in your tax bracket could be another one if you unretire. Taxes are really important in retirement. What are your seven tests of readiness for retirement? Find out August 24th with CFP Chad Burton and myself. It's going to be in the Bay Area in Los Gatos, California at the Toll House Hotel. You can learn more about the event at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Sign up for the event today. I'm Rob Black. You are listening to the Rob Black Show podcast. For more information on EP Wealth, visit robblack.com. That's robblack.com. A couple things happened last week that were worthy of noting one more time before we move on to the new week in August. August didn't start off with such a bang, did it? It was a little bit of a kill. But last week, Apple fell short and their stock underperformed the stock market after they revealed a sales decline in the iPhone, iPad, and Mac. The tech giant, a.k.a. Apple, expects Mac and iPad sales to continue to see double-digit revenue percentage declines. 
but expects to see improved phone sales starting uh, with following a 2% decline experience last quarter. Amazon last week shares soared. The beat comes after a series of cost-cutting strategies were put into place by the e-commerce giant, including the removal of 27,000 jobs. Amazon management also noted the restructuring of its distribution network, shifting from a national shipping network towards a regional layout consisting of eight smaller locations. When you look back at 2022, you saw Google fall, Alphabet. You saw Microsoft fall, Shares. You saw Amazon, Apple, Tesla. Anytime companies fall, I start to become interested. When they're hitting 52-week highs, I'm a little bit on the board side. I like sales. So when there's a bear market, I light up like a Christmas tree. The big seven stocks, like NVIDIA, if you were to include it, and Meta, when you have a bad 2022, Opportunity doesn't come off. I'm not telling you to load up on those names, especially now. I'm saying that down markets are a great time to get things that you need in your portfolio. Maybe it's a great time to limit your risks on future investment decisions. Up to you. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. That big... Event coming up, seven tests of red retirement readiness at the Toll House Hotel in Los Gatos. I'm looking forward to this. It is a new event um, with new content, seven tests of retirement readiness. Uh, it's for those of you with $500,000 or more investable assets. You're kind of testing for your readiness of retirement. Um, it's not appropriate for all. And if you've been to more than two seminars in the last five years, it's definitely not appropriate because it's very, um, we're geared towards helping new people if we can. You can sign up for the event August 24th, Toll House Hotel in Los Gatos, California at robblackshow.com. Other stories of note, I will not be playing the lottery this week. Just throwing that down there for you. It's just not my cup of tea. Um, it's just not my thing. Uh, I've already talked about leaving retirement and coming back from or unretiring. And some of the things that you need to be aware of. One of the things that I brought up there was Medicare, Part B and Part uh, D, which are premiums that you have to pay, and they're based on your income. So making more money, this could increase your premium costs. Um, now, I would like to keep working for a company that gives me health care until I turn 65 and officially retire forever and ever. Or until I turn 65 and say, you know what? Income's really not that important at all. Healthcare I could have done through Medicare. It's just something in my head. I'm not saying that I'm right or wrong. I have an HSA that's well-funded. Um, that makes me happy. Uh, because I've invested my HSA in a lot of the stocks that we talk about on the show. And it's done very well. Health savings account which I can use to pay some of my health care costs in retirement. Some of the big um, market movers this week um, or today is probably the best way of saying it. Yellow. Yellow is a trucking company. They filed for bankruptcy. Stock is falling 32%. Typically in bankruptcy, I haven't said this on air in a long time, shareholders get wiped out. Bondholders do well, not okay, but they do better than shareholders. 
Now, in an economy that's expanding, shareholders do typically better than the bondholders. Bondholder is a simpler way of saying someone who's loaned money to a company. Sage Therapeutics down 48% after the company is a biopharmaceutical company. Said their partner Biogen failed to receive FDA approval for its treatment of a major depressive order, disorder. That's got to that's be a bummer. <laughs> that's got to put some people in a, uh, a negative zone. The CFO of Tesla, Zachary Kirkhorn, is stepping down. Uh, not in a bad way. He's appointed his successor. So, but the stock is down today, and some people try to link one and two, one together, two and two. Cloudfire down 4.7%. Company was downgraded to sell from neutral. $50 price target on the cybersecurity company. Lucid reduced prices on most of its lineup of air luxury sedans. And shares of the electric vehicle maker were down 3.6%. Berkshire Hathaway reported second quarter earnings of $10 billion. That's a quarterly record, up from $9.4 billion a year earlier on strength of its insurance underwriting and higher investment income. I've often toyed with the idea of buying a share of Berkshire Hathaway for both my sons so that when I'm long dead, I can leave a note to them saying, hey, this guy is pretty good. His name's Warren Buffett. He put together a pretty good company. He's dead, too. I'm dead now. Don't sell the shares. The guy was a genius at what he did. I haven't bought shares of Berkshire Hathaway because it's, it's basically Apple and I already own lots and lots of Apple. Let's talk a little bit about Social Security because I've talked a little bit about Medicare and unretiring and how that could affect your Social Security. The average retired worker in the United States receives about $1,837 a month. That comes out to $22,000 per year. That's not a lot of money. It's reti- It's America's top retirement program. That's not a lot of money. I find it helpful to think of your full retirement age as a line in the sand. If you decide to begin receiving your Social Security benefit before reaching this line, your payment's going to be permanently reduced. If you take it at age 70, you will get a 24% boost. I'm in theory going to wait as long as I can, but I'm going to be in a weird situation because I'm going to make a lot of income from dividends. So I'm going to have to have a CFP run my numbers and tell me what do you think are my options? It's a simulation of should I take it at 62, 65, 70? I highly recommend working with a CFP after you approach age 60 and you've got $500,000 or more. I work with a CFP. So Brad, love his name because it makes it sound like I'm making it up. It's so generic, but I'm not. Let's talk about some other stories of note. Bitcoin seems to be stable now. It's not having a roller coaster year. It's not going up. It's not really going down on a roller coaster level. It's well below its record of 69,000. It's not having a nightmarish 2022. It seems to be behaving like gold right now. In the theory that it's it's moving, typically when we're talking about inflation or when people don't want anything to do with stocks. There is going to be even more important than the short term 
for the long term, in the short term, we're going to find out if Kathy Wood and other companies are able to do ETFs tied towards Bitcoins. So it's been sturdy this year, but that could change if the SEC says, nope, no ETFs. I would be surprised, but we still need regulation. Before we get the ETFs, we should really have Congress lay down some regulation just between me and you. I know you're saying like, that sounds like a good idea. New Zealand, the lovely country where they filmed the Hobbit movies. The lovely country where the women's World Cup is being played along with Australia. New Zealand has a long had the same issue facing American cities, very low density residential neighborhoods that restricted the amount of housing that could be built. So on some ways, we should be studying their housing markets as they should be studying ours. Home prices in New Zealand's biggest city doubled between 2009 and 2016. People even began to pay hundreds of dollars a month to rent garages in Auckland without bathrooms or kitchens. It's referred to as gentle density. Auckland has gone from somewhat of a laggard to somewhat of a leader. As far as permits go. Construction permits. There's been a significant slowing of rental price growth since the policy is implemented. They're basically saying, hey, do more work on the home you have there. And that'll create more space for you to rent to other people. So they've um, enacted a law making it legal to build duplexes, triplexes and townhouses on a single home lots. The policy has tripled the city's housing capacity. We need more of that in the United States. I hate saying it, but as a guy who owns a single family home, you could easily put two or three homes on my home. And if it was in my financial interest, I'd probably do it. My neighbors wouldn't let me do it. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Don't forget about that big event coming up in... Just a few weeks. Sign up at robblackshow.com. Visit the Rob Black Show online at robblackshow.com. Listen to archive podcasts, market updates, and information from EP Wealth's certified financial planners online at robblackshow.com. I did an interview. I was a host of a webinar on quarterly earnings and the outlook for third quarter. And I was surprised by the questions that rolled in. Some of them were uh, brilliant. But some of them I saw a conflict between some people are happy with the Fed and some people are unhappy with the Federal Reserve. Hiring is cooled, but the labor market's still too hot. The Fed can't make everyone happy. And for instance, I have a job, but I also have high inflation in my life. Let's just simplify this and say shelter cost or food costs still higher than I, I want it to be. I doubt it'll ever go below where it was. Like I'll never go, oh, I got $100 of groceries for four bags. And now I'm like four bags of groceries, $200. I don't think I'm going back to that $100 for four bags. The Bureau of Labor Statistics reported the jobless rate fell back to 3.5% in July, matching the 
halcyon days in 1969 when man first walked on the moon. Hiring is cooled, but the labor market's still too hot and will create inflation. When we have unemployment at three and a half percent, people spend their paychecks. 51% of respondents to a CNN poll said the economy still is in a downturn and getting worse. That's bad news for President Joe Biden's reelection prospects next year. His approval rating for handling the economy is 37%. Uh, me personally, I feel our government's governments plural spend too much money but some of it's great and some of it's poorly spent if we could focus on that poorly spent i'd be happier see but again some people are like ah just give money to the poor some people are like ah don't take any money from me i was talking to a friend who said uh as he is in the money business when he talks to people they say i'll vote for anyone who's not going to take my money in taxes i'm like Taxes are usually a good thing and means you made money, right? Uh, you know what's sad? I've learned of people who willingly don't pay taxes and hide their money from the government. Hiding it is the problem for me. I'm not saying you shouldn't manage your tax liability. I get it. Consumer sentiment as tracked by the University of Michigan has been picking up, hitting 72.6 in the most recent reading. That remains well below the scores that bounced near 100 in the years before COVID. You'd think Americans would be pleased to have their wages finally rising faster than prices. Average hourly earnings were up 4.4% in the last 12 months. They rose at a 4.9% rate in the last three months, while consumer prices are up just 3% in the most recent 12 months ended in June. So our wages are going a little bit further than the inflation is right now. That wasn't the case when inflation was averaged around 9%. I don't think the Fed ultimately can make everyone happy is what I try to get at. And it's funny because CNBC and Bloomberg and even this show has a fascination with is the Fed going to cause a recession? And I think we all kind of would like to see housing prices come down. And how do we get housing prices to come down? We need people to be foreclosed. That's one of the reasons. That's one of the ways to do it. We need people to look for lower cost of living. That's one way to do it. Having people lose jobs. Now, again, that's a pretty harsh way of saying it. And I know. When we take a look at Americans and the rise in interest rates in the last 15 months, rates have a direct impact on the cost of home ownership, car loans, and credit card balances. With the increases that we've seen since 2021, that adds to about $900 a month to the average consumer. In the home loan, it's adding about $782 for a 30-year mortgage for the median U.S. home, which sold for $416,000 in June. If you assume a 6.9% rate and a 20% down payment, another $782. The average price for a new car is $48,808. This is how much monthly payments have increased on average due to the rate hikes. They're now sitting at $56 up. That's a five-year loan, 7.24% interest rate, 20% down. Even with used cars, we're paying an extra 30 bucks. The average used car for sold for $27,147 in June. If you got a four-year loan at 7.8%, 20% down, your monthly payments have increased 30 bucks. 
your credit card payments have increased 20 bucks. This is how much someone with a typical credit card balance of $5,733 is paying on monthly interest. I, I think that should be pretty much so alarming when we're paying an extra $800 here, an extra $50 there, an extra $30 a month over here. That's how interest rates hurt the average consumer. Don't forget big seven test of retirement readiness coming up August 24th, 638, 30th Toll House Hotel in Los Gatos, California. You can sign up for the event at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Let's take a quick look at how the markets are doing. Um, keep coming up with that McDonald's McFlurry story. I got to keep going. Peter Butter Crunch does sound pretty good. Um, the S&P 500 is up one half a percent. Kind of going sideways for the morning. The Dow Jones Industrial Average up 317, making a little bit of move higher. The Nasdaq's kind of going sideways and the Russell 2000 slightly down. Crude oil slightly down now for the day. It's going to be tough for the markets to rally much further um, because valuations are high and the 10-year treasury is at 4.07%. Um, it's going to take the Fed stopping raising interest rates. It's going to take the Fed eventually lowering interest rates. It's all part of the mechanics of how this bull can go higher over time. But in the short term, we've had a great first half of the year, and markets are digesting a little bit of it. Morgan Stanley does say the AI bubble is nearing its peak. Worthy of note, they have a lot more money than you and I do. So even if you don't believe it, they could influence the markets. Um, if they tell their brokers, don't tell your clients to buy uh, AI stocks. Be careful. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. As always, thank you for listening to the show. I do appreciate it. Have a good day. Take care and make sure you tell others about this show. Think you're in good shape for retirement? Find out how you're really doing with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Join Rob Black and CFP Chad Burton of EP Wealth Advisors, Thursday, August 24th in Los Gatos. They'll walk you through these seven tests to find out whether you are really ready for the retirement you want. Rob will provide timely commentary, and Chad will share specific strategies for taxes, income, long-term care, safe money, investing, life goals, and more. If you have at least 500000 in investable assets and want to retire better, pass on your estate, and minimize taxes, this event is for you. Find out if you're on the right track with the seven tests of retirement readiness. Thursday, August 24th, 6.30 to 8.30 p.m. at the Los Gatos Toll House Hotel. Space is limited, so sign up today at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Can you pass all seven tests? Sign up today online at robblackshow.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.